Welcome to the Breaks Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another week of the Breaks Radio. It's your boy CEO Hayes in the building with the lovely uh, Miss Lowe, who, who who baked all of us lovely sweet potato pies. Like, I just, I'm really. Now you know really well I can't bake. Yeah. <laughs> 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 What's going on, Lowe? Nothing much. Surviving. Yeah. Surviving. Barely. <laughs> Barely. You look like you've been bathing in uh, cocoa butter, though. Your skin looks radiant. I have. I, I had to. I'm under the weather, so I had to, you know. Do some extra TLC to my skin. That's what's up. It's working. <laughs> it's working for you. And then Thank we got you. Then we got my brother also <laughs> in the building. Baylor the Great, what's going on, BTG? What's up, y'all beautiful people out there? What's going on? Man, it's 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 been a week. That's all I can say. It's been a fucking week. But we did get some good news to kind of kick off this week. I don't know about you, but I was happy as hell to read this. Jay-Z is officially a fucking billionaire. Doesn't that shit just feel good for the culture? It is. It is. Black excellence. So we do know what he's going to talk about on his next project. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And the, the thing is, too, is like, um, like with some of the L's Rockefeller took towards the end, you would think that maybe, maybe it wasn't for like him being attached to Dame Dash and shit. Like, he may have hit this even earlier, but... It's just good to see because, like, the whole second half, well, I like to look at Jay-Z's career in, like, thirds, really. Because you had the beginning, you had the middle where he was really putting it together, took a step mm-hmm. away. And it's really been the businessman, Jay-Z, for probably, like, the last, what, five to six years. And it's going to be interesting to see how this, how he continues to evolve as a businessman, as an entrepreneur. But to see that he's officially a billionaire is just, man, it just feels good, man. <laughs> You know the dope. You know the dope thing about that is that uh, his personal life matched up with his projects as well. You know what I mean? Uh, along that ride to becoming a billionaire, um, yeah, that's it, it. It is a beautiful thing. So I know how we say, uh, which we'll get to a later topic. Like, what are these cats going to talk about? He got a billion things to talk about. The only thing that the only thing that I wish that could have happened is if. Um, if Dame could have been with him, though, yeah, you know, I would have loved to see that as well. Yeah, Lo, what about you? What do you? What? How do you feel like seeing Jay Z get to this point of being a billionaire and just like when you really look at like, and Bailey kind of just touched on that too. Like his music has matured, he's matured, his content's matured, his business acumen has matured. Like Jay Z is really in very many ways the best of what you can get out of a hip-hop career, but what do you think? I agree. I think it's a beautiful thing. I love seeing it. You know, I'm always rooting for everybody black, so (laughs) when I heard this, I I thought that he was already a billionaire, but hearing it officially, like, I was like, wow, that's that's crazy. Um, It's just black excellence. How can you not root for that? Seeing where he came from and where he's at now and his family, how beautiful his family is and how he just wants to put everybody on. Like, I think that it's a beautiful thing. Um, it's definitely 
something, you know, inspiring to look at. What's up, Mary? What do you think? <clears throat> I mean, kind of like everybody said, how can you not be happy about this? How could you not, even if you're not a Jay fan, how could you not applaud the hustle, right? And like you said, like this is a true example of like sky's the limit. Like you really can <laughs> get rich out here off of hip hop um, and obviously smart investments after. And that's one thing I was going to say, like I truly respect about him um, is that he really does try to give back and put everybody on. I mean, 444, truly, <laughs> he was dropping gems. I mean, even before that, I mean, in his early album, Reasonable Doubt, I felt like he was dropping mad gems for the hustlers out there. Like, so, um, you know, it's like if you got to be paying attention to peep game, but he definitely tries to to drop the knowledge. So, yeah, I'm happy for him. It, it I, I um I don't know if you guys have seen and it wasn't on the list or anything the um David Letterman show where he had that interview with Kanye West and yeah he mentioned something in it how Jay Z is the narrator uh, in his music like he tells the stories and that is very I had never thought about it from that perspective but that is very much what he's been and now he's kind of he's kind of the narrator of the the culture so to say and what it means to evolve as an artist. And you see how he's like mentoring, taking people under his wing. Like I said before, Jay Z is really very much the best of what you can get out of a rap career. Yeah, yeah. Just imagine I mean, though, if if the rest of the uh, the fallen soldiers, you know, of the past, the leaders that we had, that was coming up, either before him or during his era, you know what I'm saying? That you you put the beef to the side and watch all these cats grow we could have had you know we could be talking about two or three more billionaires standing right next to him mm -hmm. you know the, the do you think that do you think that maybe he had to be a little bit selfish to get to where he got i think he was because that's the reason why dame is not there with him i'm just mm -hmm. saying it, it's just you know i guess it's just uh i don't know a, a dream to see big and Pac, you know standing next to him yeah. I mean, I don't want to say he was selfish and that's why Dame's not there. Um, I think he was focused and that's why a lot of people probably aren't there with him. Um, I think he, I mean, yes, I think he put his own mission first before the personal, you know, personal ties um, when someone was not serving that purpose anymore. But, I mean, I really, from what I know of him, he definitely looks out for his team um, he still rolls with a lot of the same people that were with him from way back um, before he even made it. So I just, Dame is a whole other story. That's a whole other episode. Like Dame was kind of wilding <laughs> with a lot of the things he was All doing. All the emotional people. Like I, you still hear him talk about Tata and mm -hmm. like all his, the people that he came up with. But yeah. like all that emotional Juan. stuff, like uh -uh. Kanye yeah. had to go. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Dipset had yeah. to go. Like, they were drama. I felt like he was selfish for a reason. Um, yeah, I, I agree with that. And when, and by, when I mean selfish, I mean uh, in a positive way. Like, sometimes mm -hmm. you just got to separate yourself from, from certain cats that you were rolling with because they're not on that level yet. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you got to be selfish towards your goals. And 
boy, did he pick the right goals? <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, I think I think it's important to note that like you can't take everyone with you. Of course, there's this this view on it that you take your people with you, but some people aren't ready for the journey that you are set to be on. Dame Dash, as great as Dame Dash has been, was as a businessman. Dame was wilding the fuck out in business meetings in times. Like, he's done some crazy yeah. shit. Kanye, that goes without saying. We don't even need to really talk about, about <laughs> that. And, I mean, Jay-Z, in certain ways, he has looked out for himself. And he's, you know, he he's done what he's, what he's needed to do in certain cases. But that, more so, that just speaks to his hustler's mentality. Really, like, he doesn't let anyone stop his bag, if we're going to use that terminology. So, like... Again, like sometimes let this be a testament to sometimes you have to be selfish. Sometimes you have to realize that people can't come with you. And like I think even I read something like a couple years ago, like Memphis Bleak is still getting checks from Jay-Z. So he still takes yeah. care of people just because we don't see them see them with him or beside him doesn't mean that he's not taking care of certain people. I mean, Jay-Z's I, he, go ahead. I always wondered what happened at Freeway. <laughs> Just say. I love Freeway. I do yeah. too. And he's Freeway definitely turned into a he, he definitely turned into a, a, a real life family man though. And he has some health yeah. issues as well. Mm. I think he Damn. had like lupus or something. Yeah, he has lupus. Yeah. Um yeah. I think Freeway was one of the people when, when the whole rock the Dame and Jay Z split happened and people picked sides, Freeway chose to go to the Dame Dash music group. And that's kinda explained where he's been. Yeah, that was <laughs> Like looking back, like that was just bad decisions all the way around. But I mean, and then, hey, so, sometimes you got to drop cats off, and then you know you always had an option of going back and picking them up. And that and that's what I was going to talk about next too. Like um, Dipset, we've seen him reunite with them recently. Him and Nas's relationship got better. Him and Puffy's relationship got better. Like, like I said before, Jay Z really is like. The he he's on the Mount Rushmore of of, of hip hop period point blank for many huh. different reasons not just for rapping for, as a businessman as well. Yeah, that's yeah, a future uh, that's a future um, topic too. Yeah, we'll get Mount beef, Rushmore right. Yeah. Well, yes, yes that too. That. <laughs> but I also feel like beef is so immature. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna be damn near fifty, still mad at people, then you really need therapy. Like, it's, you know. So, <laughs> well, right. Although I don't think he's quite as old as them, but still, yes. Yeah. Although I don't know, if you owe me money, I might be coming for you too. So, <laughs> hey, Man, you're so listen, petty. Fifties pettiness, honestly, became such a hindrance to the longevity of his career. But Lord knows, has it not given some of the best social media <laughs> viral things of ever? Like I, I love Petty Fifty. Um, but yeah, like I think. But that's be, how he got put on. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. remember yeah. that his first little diss song. So he's um, true to his art. Yes, he entertains himself. You could tell. Exactly, he has fun with <laughs> yeah, what he's doing. He's I, up. I think it'd be interesting yeah. to see, like, compare, <laughs> like, the beginning of Fifty's career, like when he had when he was popping. He had so many business ventures, and it all fizzled out. And Jay Z going the slow, uh, slow route with it, and. Look at where he's gotten and kind of where fifty, how fifty fizzled out. It's it's crazy when you think about it. But I mean, but when you do look at where their careers are at, even if you don't compare them, 
Fifty has done a great job for himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. His 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 whole the, the second act of his career, going into entertainment and kind of leaving rap behind is again something people can look at. It's not always about rap. This rap game is very finite for most people. Not everyone's going to have the twenty year career Jay Z was able to have, and it's about setting yourself up for when that rap career starts failing. What what ventures do you have to go into afterwards? And 50 is definitely a testament to that because, I mean, look at what he's doing now. He's really building a whole – he has, what, the, the BMF show, power spinoffs coming. He has another show coming on – what is it, like MTV or Beats? Like, the dude has – like, his entertainment business is really taking off. And, you know, hats off to him. He's working his ass off, and he's connected with the right people. Preach. That's another topic, too. Uh, the perfect rap – Path career. Don't write this shit down. <laughs> yeah, write that down. Yeah. Because don't forget the liquor lines that both of them have. Pretty much every successful rapper has a line of liquor or at some point has been affiliated with one. Yep. I do not like FN Vodka. Oh my God. I know. I know. The worst. I don't like Ciroc either, though. So I, like, I don't hey, either. I yeah, Ciroc makes like me that. sick. Yeah, I like Duse. I was gonna say Duse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we what, when when's Duse Palooza? Isn't that coming? it was Monday? It was Monday last Monday. Next yeah, year here. we should all go to Duse Palooza. I think that would be a great team team building exercise. We should. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Anything left on Jay Z before we move forward? Salute to Hove. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I need some help. <laughs> right? Help her sister way. out. <laughs> Alms for the poor. <laughs> so moving uh moving on, um Mac Miller, uh, a documentary on Mac is being made. And I found this one in- interesting because at first when I read it, I'm like, really is is there that much of Mac's career to really make a documentary about? And then I forgot like Mac literally has been in kind of like the spotlight of rap since he was like, what, 15 years old? So there's a lot to tell there. But what do you guys think about the documentary of his life being made? Too soon. I think it's too soon. You think so? Yes. I'm not ready. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely not going. I'm not ready. I'm going to cry. (laughs) It's like, I didn't say I was going to watch it. I'm not ready because I... Man, these past couple of years, I've been emotional. So, yes. you know, especially this year alone. Uh, not ready, but I'm going to watch it. I got to get it out, man. I, I'm surprised I got tears left, but I got some story for him. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's. I'm interested to see it. I hope that they do it with respect. I hope it's not like the goddamn Aaliyah shit that came on Lifetime. Like, I, if they're mm. going to do it, I really want them to get, as long as the right respect and love is, it goes into it, I think it can be a great project. Um, we know they're going to do a Nipsey Hustle one, and I really hope they give that one time. That I'm not ready for at all. Is it a biopic or a documentary? It's a documentary series. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, I can do the documentary. No. I just want to see how his family is doing. Like, he was so close to his parents and his brother. Like, I really want to see how they're doing. If they're a part of it, I'll definitely watch it. Okay. I mean, I felt like the funeral services were a mini documentary. Like, everybody stood up and said, you know, like, their stories with him. And I don't know. I never really saw 
a funeral that kind of gave all those perspectives of a person's life. It was pretty great. But but I'm still very hurt. No, she's talking about this funeral. She's talking about Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, you were saying you want to see how, like, the family is doing. And I'm saying I felt like, you know, everyone. Yeah. Kind of gave an account. But I'm just not ready for all that. It's still very fresh. Like, I still kind of can't believe it. With Mac, I can believe it. I was devastated, but, like, it wasn't a shocker that he died of an overdose. But, like, the nip thing is still hitting really hard. Like, it feels unbelievable, like I knew him. So, yeah, I'm not ready for that at all. Yeah. We need time to pass. Yeah. What do you think, Bella? I ain't got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's I too much, man. Yeah, I feel you. I, I feel you. I didn't expect you to have have much there. Um, let's move on. Let's let's pick the energy back up. Me mentioned <laughs> it, Nip. I feel like suck the energy out the room. Let's get let's let's pick it back up. Uh, so Tyler the Creator uh, is going on the Igor tour. Jaden Smith, Blood Orange, Gold Link, all being on this tour. Call me crazy, but there's something about Jaden Smith and Tyler the Creator being at the same <laughs> show that really is enticing to me. Mm. So, ooh, child, that's a word. Hey. <laughs> Wonder what's about to happen backstage there. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Stop it! Does guys. he keep the wig on or? Yeah. Oh. Hey, you know what? I mean, look, I ain't gonna lie. Like, it's not for me, but I I know that those type of cats linking those type of cats with your event, they're gonna bring the same type of energy. Uh, Jaden can put on the show, so I feel like it's gonna do well. <clears throat> so, uh, I, yo, I, I don't know. It's 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 not it's not my age bracket, but I mean I know it's going to be dope for you know for the for the for his fans. Hello, come on now. I'm waiting for you. This this I is your topic. <laughs> wait, I am so excited. I love Gold Link, by the way. Gold Link is in there too. Um, he's like one of my favorite rappers too. So, y'all know I'm gonna be there. VIP tickets, I need backstage access. Give me all that. <laughs> I want to meet everybody. <laughs> you want to see the show? Show. You want to see the no, show? No, not <laughs> man. <laughs> Lowe's the one writing Nobody fanfic, writing too. fanfic and message boards about their relationship. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to think about that. No, but I'm definitely there. I, I think Jaden Smith is pretty cool. Some of his music is all right. I don't understand why he's on. I mean, I understand because of their relationship, but <laughs> they're what? <laughs> their friendship <laughs> their friendship but y'all know I'm there without a doubt okay well fair enough uh, we're gonna get into our first break we'll be right back after this what's up everybody this is Dan aka Dan on drugs and I am Afro Becky aka Afro Becky and we are the Black Law and Legalize Podcast, a weekly legal podcast for the culture. Each week, we have conversations with our co-host, Anne, 
a licensed and practicing slash ratchet ass attorney, as well as myself, a rehabilitated criminal and our lovely esteemed moderator, Afro Becky. Most of our topics are legal in nature and we discuss them in a relatable way. We release new episodes every Tuesday. Yo, you can find us anywhere podcasts are available. Or you can find us on social media at Black Law Podcast. So check us out. Or don't. Hey! What? Sometimes people do like the opposites. All right, so Cardi B released a new single, which it seems like at this point she releases a new single every month. Um, But this one press. Um, And the thing, we'll, we'll get into it. So she released this new single. Um, What do you guys think about the single? And then I have kind of an interesting topic I want to get into afterwards. Who wants to take this one first? I guess I'll go. Okay. Yawn, snore. Like, it's the same old formula at this point. Yeah, I'm kind of over it now. I mean, I was, I respect Cardi's gangster, and I respect her Cinderella story, but, yeah, like, nah. I don't know. I'm just tired of hearing the same shit over and over. I feel like now all of her songs are starting to sound like a formula, and I'm kind of, I mean, don't like, her beats are sick, but that's not to her merit. Her production team is amazing. Um, but yeah, like the whole, who are you beefing with all the time? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, every song can't be like about how everybody's hating on you and bitches wish they were you and blah, blah. Like, come on, let's, let's get some substance. Yeah. That, Cause that's, that's how I felt about, uh, Nikki when she kept talking about her vagina. I kept, I'm tired of you talking about <laughs> your vagina. You know what I'm saying? Like, eventually you got to switch it up. Like, yeah. give me something different, you know, uh, go give me an R&B track, you know what I'm saying, or, or something else. I need something different. You know, I know the summertime is coming. She's probably going to throw out an anthem. Uh, I need She's going to be battling with, with, with the stallion. I need something different, though, because, you know, I mean, or else it's just not for me. You know what I'm saying? It, she does have an audience for it, but I need something different. And I agree, and I agree with what you, both of you guys said. I think. I need Cardi to focus on making a project rather than just dropping single after single after single. And that's that that's what my opinion is because I loved her album and I think that it was it it fit her but you got more than just the same type of songs throughout that album. All these singles are starting to get formulaic. Um and I think she's better than that. And I think that's what it is is that for me is that I think she's better than just dropping these singles that are all have these same anthem types of types of vibe. The production is sick. But it all it almost starts sounding the same. Um, I just want, like, stop with the singles. Get your project together. Do the full-length project. And then and then start releasing stuff. And I think it would be different. Like, right now, the single after single thing is not for me. It's not, it's, it's, and I love Cardi. But it's starting, to, it's starting to wear my mind a little thin. Lo, what do you, what do you think? Cause it sounds like you have a, a different opinion than the three of us. And I can't wait to hear it. I like the song. It's a bop. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It might have just been where I was when I first heard it. That kind of stamped that memory in my head. So I think you, it's a you pretty were feeling like you don't need no press. <laughs> yes, I was screaming that like all night. But um, I thought it was. I thought it was a bop. I'm probably gonna listen to it this summer. By the way, Lowe was pulling her IG story shenanigans again. The shit was lit like a day. I'm just sitting there. I'm sitting home literally 
with my uh smoothie and popcorn just hitting the IG store. Like, damn, oh, okay, give it to him. That's what that, oh, that God. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that. We talk about Cardi B right now. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> or is it? Mm. <laughs> it, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so this got me in and like I, I can't remember. So Money Press, there was another one in there too that she dropped. Um, wish wish. <laughs> is that what it was? Well that was off of Khaled's okay. album. But that's on the airwaves heavy right now. Are we getting to the time and we've kinda Baylor, I think me and you had this conversation like a few months ago. Like and we we said that it may be coming, but someone like Cardi would be the person to use it. Are we gonna get to the time where it's just releasing singles, like no project, just singles over the course of a year? Because I feel like that's where we're going. That's I feel like that's where Cardi's going. I, she may get through all of 2019 without an album, but drop 12 singles over the course of the year. Okay, because you know why they don't have no B side tracks. They don't have nothing to tell us. They don't have those tracks that we can relate to. The new generation just don't. I need a B-side track. The, the single is going to get me interested in what you're going to put out. You know what I'm saying? That's why I like the Crash Project. Okay. I mean, I think we touched upon this in past episodes where that's just not the way music distribution is structured anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? It doesn't matter. Like, you can download and stream a single in the same manner that you would do an entire project. So whereas before it was like you had to, like the single would hit the airwaves and get you interested in actually go getting up off your ass and purchasing an album. Nobody does that anymore. So it's really, it makes no difference. Why not we're, just continue the, to drop we're, singles? We're I would. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but now, now the culture is breaking up. We're breaking up again. Because now it's going to force the older cast to get to get agitated, get an attitude, because we're trying to be respectful to the new generation and what they can bring to the table, but they're not getting, giving us a, a, enough to chew on. Then we get an attitude, we don't want to listen to it and things like that because it's not enough substance. I want to be able to. I, w- I want to be able to flip. I want to be able to flip your project over and hear that. Especially if you're from New York, I'm sorry, you hit you're held to a higher standard. I need that grittiness, you know. Um, and if that's not going on anymore, you got to give me something else. You have the talent. I don't care about the ghostwriting stuff. Then it's your ghostwriter fault. Then they're not going through enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I understand what y'all saying. I get it. I think she's just a little bit overzealous. And she wants to stay relevant, maybe. Maybe she's a little bit scared um, that if she goes that's quiet a, for... a hell of a drug. Yeah, that if she goes quiet for so long that we'll just kind of be like, yeah. But I thought the song was okay. I do, like you said, I, I wish there was more stuff since there was more... There was a project to go with it, but um, I like the song. I'll <laughs> <laughs> stand alone here. It's fine. All right, fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying it's now just repetitive. Like it's that you listening to the last like five singles of Cardi's. It's kind of like okay, we have a theme here. <laughs> That's all. Uh, yeah, true, true. Yeah, very um, true. 
I mean, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, I still trust Cardi as an artist overall. I just hope she doesn't fall um, into that realm of just doing the same shit over and over again because that's when it's going to start getting boring. Um, but let's move on to the next one. So I don't know. This isn't a full review. This is kind of just feeling so far. This is really just a chance for me and Baylor to argue. I'm not even going to lie. That's why I put this on here. Um, Jim Jones, El Capo. <laughs> Capo. <laughs> Baylor, you, when this album got announced, you famously said, what is he going to rap about? Oh, what you going to tell me? Hey, <laughs> so Mama I Made about? It came out. You said it was a good start. Mm-hmm. What did, you know he what, he rap, did? what did he rap about on this album? Hey, this is like this is this is like a diet for forty four. Like I I figured it out. I know what they're going to talk about now. They think they slick, but he did a good job. He's going to talk about what he used to do. He's going to talk about how much he loved New York, and he's going to talk about where he's going to end up. He's clever. He's he, and he's watching Jay Z. You got to watch Jimmy, man. He think he's slick. So I get it now. So Ludacris, Jim Jones, all these cats that that came out a while ago, that's part of our era and stuff like that, I know what they're going to do. They're going to talk about what they used to do and how dope they used to be and, 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 and you know, their love for their city. You got to have a New York anthem. He got a track on here with Fat Joe. I ain't going to lie, that shit bang. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, that's, but that's what they do. Like, cats like Fat Joe and Jim Jones. They come out with these anthems and shit like that. Um I got to go through the album again, but I found that one song and I love that song. I love that song. So he's a sli- he's a he's a slick little he's a slickster though. I see what he's trying to do. Jay Z Jay Z does the same thing though. Like I don't I no longer sell drugs, but I used to do this, and then all he does is word it to where how dope I used to do doing this. So I got you. Okay. Touche. Mary, what do you think? As as the, the, the New Yorker on this panel, what do you think about it so far? If you've gotten a chance to listen. I have. I mean, I need to digest it further, but I have to say to Baylor, um, doesn't that make sense, though? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> no, I, this isn't th- such th- an outlandish strategy. <laughs> no, no, that's the thing, though. It, what we're clever about it is, like, I didn't think about it. Like, well, what the hell are they going to talk Ah, what they used to do. Okay. I mean... I thought of that, but then my thought behind that was, who's going to care? <laughs> I mean, I guess we feel it because, you know, but, like, <laughs> the youngins are not going to get behind this at all. But whatever. I get everything ain't for everybody. I will say, as a New Yorker, it was New York. It was hard. It was, you know, like, it, it brought back that grit. Like you said, Fat Joe is still in these streets out here, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was kind of what I expected it to be, and it has that old hip hop feel. So you know, yeah. Does anybody oh. know how it did the first week? No, I mean it hasn't been the f- full first week yet. So those numbers won't oh, come happened. out yeah. till Friday. Um, I haven't like looked at expectations or anything, but yeah, I'm not sure. I I I can't imagine it did that well. I I, I just don't <laughs> see this error like. Um, buying a lot of Jim Jones music, even though it, uh, the project was solid from my first listen. But um, before I get into that, Mary, any, any other thoughts on it? I'm not um, sorry, not Mary Lowe, but go ahead. No, no, because I'm like, I, <laughs> I thought I was done. <laughs> Low. Oh, God. You didn't listen, um, did you? I did. I listened. I 
it's just not my thing. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right, man. That's you. Everybody don't sell drugs. I know. Hey, right. <laughs> it's not my thing. Like, I couldn't get with it. Like, I zoned out some of it. But I did hear Fat Joe. I love Fat Joe. That song that he did with Fat Joe. I think it was like NYC or yeah, something NYC. like that. Um, it's dope. He Makers did their thing on this album. Absolutely. That's that's part of that feel. That definitely carried that vibe through the album. What I will say, as of right now, one one playthrough and listening to a couple of tracks more than once, but not a full playthrough, Manio snapped on this fucking out song. Like I, I have not heard a verse like that from him in at least a decade. Yeah. So um but I I, I you know, I think it was Cameron popped up on this album a couple of times. Yeah, and, he did. And it was it was cool. Um, but <laughs> overall, I think that cool. uh, it was cool. And Baylor calling it a budget four 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 makes sense. At this point, Jim Jones is the old head on the block telling the young cats, "This is how we used to do it." Like that. That's mm-hmm. that's what this album is. Um, <laughs> It's the we work we walked four miles in the snow both ways album. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has he some good uh, features on here though. Oh yeah, yeah. He he got he has great almost he every feature hit. So, but he 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 knows like you know basically thirty and up. We gonna check it out because like we have a personal relationship. Not we don't know him personal, but we have a personal relationship with his career. And his projects, you know what I'm saying? So when you see Cam name on there, when you see Rick Ross on there, you're like, yo, I got to check this out. Uh, and, of course, we're going to like certain tracks because I like Jim Jones. It's just that uh, time is moving fast, bro. And you haven't put out it's, anything it's, in a while. So. It's been a long time since Honey Dip. That was my song. <laughs> Honey Dip was not a Jim Jones song. Wasn't that a J.R. Yes, Ryder song? No, that was Jim Jones. Oh. That was my song. I would know. I, hey, I just that yeah. that song was so annoying to me. <laughs> I Google it. I love that. Song. <laughs> I knew I was a honey dead back then. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. But um. Yeah, that's it. Uh, we'll we'll probably do a full review on it in a couple of weeks. Uh, give everyone a chance to like really sit with it. Give Low a chance to get annoyed by the New York um New Yorkness of this uh-huh. album. <laughs> it's not enough bops <laughs> on it you know how it is I love New York don't do that I do love you <laughs> we're gonna get in you know, uh, parties from the Bronx so hey come on don't do me like that I just like messing with I, I like poking fun at you come on now you, I'm sure you make an IG story <laughs> about it so it's okay Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get into our last break. We're going to come back. We're going to do something a little bit different. I, I'm proud of myself for coming over with this. So I think it's going to be fun. We'll be right back after this. Welcome to Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Go-Go Power Ranger. Yeah, this is the Black Ranger. It's me, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. It's Ash Ketchum in his bed. In <laughs> bed. I am the Eric J. Only known as the Eric J. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door, you know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. And it's your boy, K Harris, the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as K Diddy. Take that, take that. But better known as the people's Jabroni. Champion. <laughs> 
And that's us. I mean, we four friends coming together every week to talk about the biggest stories in sports with our own flair to it. Let me tell you, you ain't never heard a sports podcast that's entertaining before. Damn straight. So check us out every Wednesday. Get at us. All right. So we're going to end the show a little bit differently. No topics, no news, no reviews. I call this one digging through the crates. And we may do this for like every decade. Um, just periodically, not maybe not in, in every week back to back, but I wanted we're all music heads here, not just hip hop. We all love music in general. And so I posed this question. Um, one album from the eighties that you think gets uh forgotten about but is a personal classic for you. I feel like I call this digging through the crates. I think this is just be a good fun conversation to have. Hmm. Damn though, the '80s, like we were kid kids. Yeah, the '80s. That's my that's my favorite era of music. I'm sorry, so that's why I I gotta show I gotta show my age, Dan. (laughs) Because I got I I got the oldest person here. I don't think you're older than Baylor. I don't think I think he's the oldest head on. Don't say it like that though. No, that sounded so bad. I don't think you're older than Baylor. (laughs) <laughs> I'm a young, I'm a young 36, a young 36. All right, so you got me by a year. Yeah, young 36. I got, I got, I got two LL albums. I got the Radio okay. and Bad, Bad, Bad. Like that was, um, that was, that was my alter ego right there. You know, I was, I think I was like seven. So you know, standing in the mirror, I didn't have a chain. I didn't even have a Kango hat, but you couldn't tell me nothing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also think that he should be a part of the Mount Rushmore as well, but that's a whole other story. Um, yeah, so I got those two albums right there. Okay. Solid picks. I don't know if those necessarily get forgotten about, but, you know, I'm I'm not going to go hard on you on that one. But I, 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 thought, I, thought, I thought they were forgotten because every time we talk about top fives of all time, he's not mentioned. True. Okay. Very true. Oh yeah, I feel you. Who wants to go next? It would have to be like hip hop. No, nah, this is anything. No, it's not just hip hop. This is music. Period. If you pull okay. out a country album, I swear to God, I'm quitting. Y'all, my parents was corny though. Like <laughs> they didn't let us listen to nothing. But JJ Fab Supersonic, I remember that. Okay, there you go. Okay, when I would be with my cousins. And I could hear that. Um, I loved personally Paula Abdul. Mm-hmm. I Did freaking love Paula Abdul. My mom said I was obsessed with her. Um, and Crystal Waters, um, "Gypsy Woman" was like one of my favorite songs too. Okay, Lo. Okay, I see you. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> Lo, I'm here. Avid. Elton John fan would have well, you I can't know. Hit on that. Like I, mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't like Elton John, I question their character. I'm obsessed with Elton John. It's crazy. Yeah. Did you see the, did you see the biopic yet? Yeah, I haven't seen it. Yet. It was good. I'm dying. To it see was it. amazing. It was okay. so good. I cried. I was sobbing. My friends were like, "Damn, but he's still alive." <laughs> <laughs> I know. He's just been through a lot. This is true. All right, Mary. I was avoiding this moment. The old head um, uh, vice president. Uh, uh-uh, we ain't doing that. <laughs> There's nothing. Old- I can't hear can't you. Can't hear you. 
these damn headphones. Okay. Um, so I would say my album of the 80s is the Purple Rain soundtrack, but I can't say people forgot about it because I feel like everyone sort of thinks that's classic, mm-hmm. right? So that doesn't count. Although it does, really. But I guess it doesn't. Um, shit. I don't know. Why am I having... I'm having, like, a hard time really thinking of 80s songs that connect with me. I mean, Michael Jackson, but that's also pretty mainstream. Um, Who was the chick who sang, and mind you, like, now you're making me go back into the recesses of my childhood that I've tried to bury. But I remember having my mother having the record of... Oh, y'all going to make me sing? Because I can't remember. Sing. You got to do it now. But I really... All right, I can't sing. It was like, <laughs> if I could send my oh. heart right to you, I would. Oh, my God, really? That's oh, what you um, <laughs> No. Oh, my God. I, 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 I've heard this, I know the song, but I can't think of who. And then it. the other one that she used to play all the time, which I think might have been on the same record, was Don't Make Me Over Now That I Do. Anything. Yeah, no, girl. Zane came after and made over everyone. Anyway. I was sending my love. Right, sending my love. All right. So, sorry. No, you're fine. I kind of feel like I half-assed this project. but Mine is, and Baylor may appreciate this, Big Daddy Kane, Long Live the Kane. There we go. Okay. I can dig that. Produced entirely by Marley Mall. Um, just at, at, was that Big Daddy Kane's first album? Or was that a second album? I don't know. I was two years old when the album know. came out. So the fact that I even, that it still resonate, resonates with me says a lot. Um, but yeah, I, that's definitely, I think, I think Big Daddy Kane in a large part gets glossed over as he's not a great but his contribution and how good he was i think gets missed because he was he was good he was important um and another one that i know nobody i if any if anyone knows this album i will be highly highly surprised ultra magnetic mc's critical breakdown beatdown critical beatdown came out in 1989 i believe check it out i'm telling you check it out if you like no. boom bop, boom bop, hip hop, it's your thing. I'm telling you. Shit, it came out in '89. I was, I was seven. I was seven. I was definitely listening to NWA and uh and LL. Yeah. You know, we don't talk about enough from that era too. Slick Rick. Absolutely. Yeah. Like. I mean, I can't say that obviously in that time period I was bumping albums of his, but I definitely remember. Some joints, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Uh, the Great Adventures of Slick Rick came out in '88, so yeah, okay. that would have that would have put him right towards the end of the '80s. Um, damn. Yeah. What about Rakim? We we don't even we never mention him. The God MC. Oh, you you might you. Yeah. I think you brought him up before. Yeah, he's on he's on my. If I we, we did a top fifty, I think MC. <sighs> list one time he was on mine and everyone killed me for it i'm like go back and listen <laughs> you know right because rakim rakim <laughs> is literally that artist that 
that came out in the eighties, you froze him and then thawed him out in, in like the yeah. late two thousands, <laughs> and that nigga still the same. So, what, <laughs> so are, are you are you calling are you calling Rakim the Winter Soldier of hip hop? Is that what he's he definitely is? a Winter Soldier? <laughs> <laughs> he is. It's like he no was curse a words though. Y'all know it's crazy My very best friend in the world His name is Rakim Shabazz And his mom was a huge fan Well obviously (laughs) (laughs) Oh man I I needed that laugh right there You said Rakim came out before curse words That's crazy That's that's crazy right there (laughs) No Rakim Rakim is I think he's. I think he's definitely el- eligible for Mount Rushmore. I ain't say he's up there. I'm just saying he could. He has an argument. Yeah. What about Dougie Fresh? I mean, I don't know if that's '80s, but I'm thinking it has to be right. Yeah, he's young. Yeah, he yeah he definitely got to be in the '80s. You know who was dope? Kid and play. Sorry. Oh, yeah. in and play. We right? Like that house party soundtrack, but that was 1990, I think. But oh, okay. that was everything. Everything. Oh, what's that other movie they had? Class Act. Yo, Class I used to Act. Get all my lines from that. <laughs> why, you won't, why you won't play with my frog? <laughs> so next week. Um, <laughs> Next week, I really, uh, I'm giving you guys all homework. If you haven't already, let's try to finish when they see us, so we can actually do a deep dive into it. Because I, oh man, you're trying to kill us. Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. Hey, I, I, finished, I finished it the other day. I ain't got, man. We need to go on a vacation, bro. That's why I'm For giving real. it. That's why I didn't put it on the list this week. I really, a, I think. We need we'll need time to decompress. So maybe not even next episode, maybe the episode afterwards. Cause I tell you what, halfway through the first episode, I was already ready to smack somebody. Hey, no, I'm ready <laughs> to fight. I'm ready to swing. Are you kidding me? Yeah, man, I was man. looking for her Instagram. She turned her top off. <laughs> oh, t- hey, book me a flight. Book me a flight. I need to get I need to get to New York right. Now meet me at the park. Head up, face everybody. Oh, that whole department. But did you hear that they are now petitioning to reopen any case that she was a part of? They should. Oh, that's, like outside that's of dope. They should. That's big. That's big. Yeah. Yeah, they, they should. Took her books down. Oh man. Hey, I can't wait. I can't wait for next week episode. Yeah. Because I got. I got. I got. And it's. And it's. I don't want to say it that way, but. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody either. But I mean, have we all listened to, um, you know, rest in peace to Combat Jack? He had uh, one, of, you know, one of the uh, Central Five cat, you know, cats on there a while ago on his podcast. Uh, so we waited a long time for this project. But I have a favorite character in that in that movie, um, mm-hmm. not just the actor, but actually the real the real person. Uh, I'll just save it for next week. I'll just save it for next week. But yeah, that's just too much, man. I'm gonna have to. I might need medication. Yeah, the blood pressure is <laughs> definitely gonna be up, but I think I think we need to talk about it. Um, so we'll we'll we'll, we'll figure it out. But uh, that's the end of this week's episode. Uh, everyone, go ahead and give them your social media. Tell them where they can find you. Uh, Low, since you uh, we finally exposed you on Twitter, go ahead and tell the people where they can find you. 
You can find me on Twitter at my name's low eighty seven, and also on Instagram <laughs> at my underscore names underscore low. But just this week and this week alone, my name is the best Western is next door. <laughs> just this week, I'm gonna change it back. But this week we celebrating that man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mary, where can the people find you? I'm pretty simple. M-I-S-S-M-A-R-Y-A-L-M-O-N-T-E. Always. For the foreseeable future. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And Baylor? At Baylor the Great on all social media platforms. At Central Park 5. Meet me there. Catching fame with everybody. (laughs) I want to. Hey, I need. I need. To fight. I need. I'm gonna get. When we get off the phone, I'm fighting somebody. <laughs> Sorry, please don't. And you can follow me at CEO Hayes. Is at CEO H A I Z E. You can also follow us collectively at the Breaks Radio, which I need to get better about posting stuff there. Uh, and so we are the best hip hop podcast around. Period. Point blank. We will see you, lovely and beautiful people, next week. Peace. Period. Heatmakers, crack music. Jones, crime in the murder rate. That rose up. Every time he got a bird in the crack rose up. Hound dog in Central Park, don't need mistaken identity. Watch for the scammers because they taking identities. Your piece is hitting. His eight million stories on a daily basis. Niggas chasing dreams and catching scary cases. Remember pitching to the fiends until they clear the bases. Woo. I knew niggas that was wide like they wearing braces. Check him. Drug dealers and killers I was on corners with. Troll. Even played in the garden like I was on the next switch. When I came through Harlem, all type of foreign shit. Fast. Top off titties out, nigga, this like a porno flick. Facts. So I pray for 9 11 in my 9 11. Pray for us. Couple niggas miss some shots, it ain't my time in heaven. Miss, nigga. No due respect, but due to these model hoes, I see niggas lose their soul and damn it gets. Swallow home Bitch you a bottle girl And keep my bottles cold I came through dripping All type designer clothes Straight for us Ultimus happens Nigga Bronx, New York Capo Yeah Uh Go since 14, I was waving that thing. Had niggas doorbells, you called, I let it ring. Dominicanos uptown, they yelling Tato. New York's Pablo, same lawyer as Chapo. Brand new ass and titties, she can't wait. Soon as it get hot, call it Tatiana Day. We got accounts to watch the accounts. Coke flowing out the fountains, pool dripping off the mountains. Got that new word, flood the city with bricks. You call it a chandelier, that's two colonies on my wrist. I've been running it ever since. These niggas is on E. I got them trapping out the Airbnb. Small time niggas, we are not those guys. Just cop the Ace of Spade, nigga, Costco size. Influence the hustlers to go cop those pies. My code dead, I'm about to rock on live.